0: Welcome to the Audible Insights Podcast, brought to you by the Insights Association, the leading voice of market research, and hosted by David Paul, CEO of Engages, and an expert in research-driven messaging, content, and stories. Hi everyone, this is David Paul and welcome to this special episode of the Audible Insights Conference coming to you live from the floor of the Insights Association's Corporate Researchers Conference in Orlando. I'm joined for this episode by Randall Reese, he's a principal within IBM's Market Development and Insights Group. Randall, thanks for joining us. Oh,
1: you're welcome, glad to be here.
0: Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about the nature of your work and what it is that you do at IBM?
1: Um, I'm a primary market researcher um, primarily focused on internal surveys so a lot of employee engagement work. Um, we're also looking into the voice of the employee in terms of the relationship between employee engagement and the client experience. Um, also a fair amount of work in terms of understanding communications effectiveness, um, corporate strategy, how, how well we're communicating to employees what our our strategy is and key messages. Well,
0: that's really interesting. So it's more inward focused on employees than outward on the consumer. Exactly, but We're, you
1: have to have both in order to be a successful. Organization. Yeah. But
0: That's not mm-hmm. something that uh, that a lot of companies tend to invest in. Uh, I think that's it's a major investment. Of course, you're a big enough company, I suppose, to do it. But it's a major investment, but also a lot of foresight and self-awareness to understand the importance of the voice of the employee like that.
1: I would agree. Part of it is the scale of IBM, and most of it, most of the work we do is global. So we are also looking into effectiveness of messaging and understanding of strategy in various geographies as well as regions and markets. So it's a luxury and sense of IBM that have those resources behind you, um, but also it does uh, indicate an understanding on the part of the company that these things are key to employee engagement. Um, another aspect I didn't even touch on is actually our CIO it is very uh, interested in this area too, in the sense that what you give the employees to do their jobs, whether it's you know a, a Mac or you know a PC or the right tools, if you're if you're giving them the best of breed, state of the art tools, they're going to be more productive. They're also, um, his research has shown, going to be um, better um, and happier employees, yeah. you know, more productive. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. what are you speaking about here at CRC?
1: Um, so here I'm speaking about the net promoter score and I, since you have a market research audience I don't yeah. think I need to explain what a net promoter score is unless yeah. you think I, I do need to give that no, background I, um, I don't
0: think you do I'd say anyone who doesn't know it can Google it um, <laughs> okay but what, what's the what's the crux of your topic and what'll you be revealing here at the show okay.
1: um, the crux to uh, our interest in NPS actually we have really fully embraced the net promoter score as our preferred enterprise metric so in terms not just in terms of metric and our client experience program and it's not the only um, metric we're using. It's it's about a Net Promoter system for those that are not aware. It's not just that single question. It's always asking it with a verbatim. It's also a larger structure of closed-loop feedback and all of that. Um, you know, being responsive to the customer, you know, asking follow-up questions. Um, But that being said, um, the research we're doing is because the embrace of NPS has been so pervasive. It's allowed us to do a lot of benchmarking, both internally and externally. So the CIO work that I mentioned previously has also started to use the Net Promoter Score to assess um, the employee's experience in terms of the tools um, and applications and hardware they give the employees. So that was a a new aspect of NPS. I don't think a lot of companies have engaged in. Also, employee NPS. Um, What was the concern of the CIO's research team when they embraced this? Is um, because NPS has become so pervasive, um, is the secret sauce, so to speak, going to be revealed as employees start to understand how NPS is calculated and they realize that only using the top end of the scale, 9s or 10s, um, really count in terms of the calculation, are you going to see score inflation? Are they going to lose all of their benchmarking and, and tracking over time? Mm-hmm. Um, so we did some internal studies, actually three waves of research, where after employees were asked um, various questions um, assessing the their workplace environment and the tools, they use um, we asked at the end of the survey a follow-up question about do you want uh, are you familiar with the net promoter score those who said they were familiar we asked them if they understand how it is calculated and then the next step was we asked them if that understanding um, is influencing how they answer the question mm. um, so the interesting thing we found out is yes in fact there is score inflation occurring people who know that that seven or eight falls out of the calculation are skewing towards using nines and tens mm. The other thing that we found out, which we didn't expect to find, which is sort of the the really interesting twist on this research, is we found among those people who said, no, I'm not changing the way I answer the question. In fact, they are changing the question, but in the other direction. They're dinging things. So there is score, if you want to call it deflation or a tendency towards the negative, um, among things that we're scoring, I should, should um, preface that. Um, we see the score inflation among things that we know have a, a history of high satisfaction um, when we're using satisfaction. So they're moving the score up to keep that level of satisfaction high. Um, good, what intentions. Were good intentions. Good yeah. intentions. Um, but what appears to be going on with them, uh, applications or processes that were um, not well received, shall we say they were they were medium scoring to low scoring in terms of the history we had in them. People are actually like overcompensating um, or adjusting their scores they 're actually giving them much lower scores, even though they say they 're not changing yeah, their scores yeah.
0: Yeah. and i 'm sure there must have been an internal debate about the very notion of asking those questions then lets the genie out of the bottle a little bit and makes mm -hmm. employees actually start thinking about this when maybe they wouldn't have before. Mm -hmm. How did you reconcile that and get over any concerns around that?
1: Well, that's really an ongoing debate in terms of using the NPS for internal purposes. So we haven't I wouldn't say resolved it completely. Yeah. Um, there are people within the company that don't necessarily think it's a good idea to be asking it internally for for those reasons. And also um, another issue, which we don't really touch on in our presentation is, but um, NPS is a likelihood to recommend question. And um, if you only have one option, which is often the case in sort of a tool to, that you're going to use, say there's only one tool to split exp- your expense report. So you want me to recommend this? You know. Versus what? Not doing right. my expenses? Right. So um, there's that issue of context that we're also um, struggling with. But the great thing about the program, I would say, is the fact that it is made, um, the fact that there's so much attention on it in our, our client experience is evolving to such an extent that we're becoming responsive. It's also made internal stakeholders incredibly responsive, more so than I've ever seen in my history of being at IBM. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's good. So mm-hmm. it's
0: it's it's raising awareness and getting attention. Yes. Keeping mm-hmm. people focused where they need to be focused and the mm-hmm. debate can rage on about Right. Methodology,
1: yeah, and that's about in, in, as, as you probably know. That's the debate that goes on in general. I think about NPS out in the marketplace as well. There's, there, you either love it or hate it, um, and uh, it's about under, And it is really about the larger. The me- maybe you don't like the question. I think Reichheld has even said that himself. He didn't um, like some of the uh, bastardization. So we say of, that was going on in NPS. It's really mm-hmm. about a larger experience. Um, right. Yeah, and getting the whole picture you know.
0: Yeah, well that's really interesting, well I appreciate you sharing that with us and joining us for a few minutes here today, mm-hmm. I hope you get a lot out of CRC, it's always a great event and mm-hmm. good luck with your presentation tomorrow all right. thanks for having me right. thanks so much for listening, you can find all our episodes by searching Audible Insights on iTunes, Stitcher or Google Play and by visiting insightsassociation.org slash audible, thanks again and we'll catch you next time